What's up, guys? If you want to hear me sing or hear our amazing Daydreamer Parlay, you should be watching our Twitch every Sunday night and Wednesday night at twitch.com slash Daydreamer Media. Ian, hit it. my smoothest one in like three of them baby yeah 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 yeah. no stutters one take ryan is back one take ryan baby welcome into the fantasy daydreamers podcast i'm jj that's ryan and keone is also here boom 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 what is up y'all going into week five this is crazy we have flies man yeah Mm. yeah 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 I'm I'm excited to hear uh, Keone's uh, new favorite team. If it is a new favorite team, could be an old favorite team. You never know. We'll be talking about that later on. Don't forget that there are buys this week. The Browns, the Chargers, the Seahawks, and the Buccaneers are all on buy. Some of these teams, that's good for Mike Evans dealing with a hamstring injury. Good for him. Get on, get on a buy. Hopefully he's back after that. Austin Eckler. On a bye, hopefully he's back in week six playing. Um, but then if you're missing people like DK Metcalf, um, stay tuned because we're going to be talking about some people that uh, you might want to fill in. Mm. Fill in those uh, holes. Let's get plug into in the some... Holes. <laughs> plug in the holes. Let's get into some news. Steelers tight end Pat Frymuth is expected to miss two to three weeks. Mm. I mean... you get any news on Kenny Pickett? You see anything, JJ? Yeah, Kenny Pickett looks like he's going to play. He was limited in practice on Wednesday. Looks like he'll be he'll be good to go. All right, I'm, hmm. I'm digging a lot of Jalen Warren. Just a contusion it. for Pickett. Oh yeah, I'm thinking a lot of Jalen Warren, Najee Harris, like dump offs. Because the rest of these weapons are just falling apart. I agree with that. I agree with that. Giants running back Saquon Barkley did some team reps for the first time since his ankle injury. Um, headed in the right direction. If he is active this week, do you guys play him? They face Miami? Yes, in Miami. Which is, ugh, that's, that's, um, I think Miami's going to be angry. And that Giants offense looked, has, has looked awful, even with Saquon Barkley. So I, I don't know. It's going to be it's rough. Just, yeah. I'll pro- I'd probably play him just because, man, the running back position. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, if he's playing, he's going to get lots of touches. Um, but he'll probably be closer to 24 than he is 12 for me. Yeah. Yeah. That line is bad. Yeah. Uh, Bengals wide receiver T Higgins didn't practice on Wednesday. He is considered day to day. Just got to wait, see if he plays this week. Yeah. Ribs are tough. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I don't think he plays. I don't think he plays either. Cause Uh, yeah, you have to let those heal and there's nothing you can do besides doing nothing for them to heal. Titans wide receiver Traylon Burks didn't practice Wednesday either. Uh, not really fantasy relevant. If you're still holding on to him, you can drop him at this point. Ravens wide receivers Odell Beckham was limited and Rashad Bateman practiced in full on Wednesday. Not playing either of those guys. Nope. Can you drop either of them? I mean, they're coming back now. I, yeah, I, I, I think Rashad Bateman, um, you know, the only two guys to really have are oh. Flowers and and um, Mark Andrews. So I agree 100%. Yeah. 
running back for the Ravens, Justice Hill was also limited dealing with foot and hamstring injury. I don't think he could play him. Don't like this backfield. Yeah. Patriots running back Ramon J. Stevenson was limited on Wednesday with a thigh injury. Mm. He has not performed. Yeah, that kind of worries me a little bit more. They've been giving Zeke some touches here and there. That one does worry me a little bit. Stay tuned, Mm -hmm. FF Daydreamers, for more information on him on all social medias, FF Daydreamers. Mm -hmm. Broncos running back Javante Williams did not practice on Wednesday either. I mean, he was banged up coming into the the season, so hopefully you weren't counting on him too much, but banged up again. Hmm. Texans running back Damian Pierce was limited on Wednesday with a knee injury. He's pretty benchable to me. Mm. He has been underperforming. He finally got in the end zone, I think, last week or the week before, but really hasn't ran the ball well, and CJ Stroud and them are just passing the ball everywhere. Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem that involved in the passing game, so it's kind of an excuse to finally get him out of your lineup if he was still in there. Yeah, I'm not mad at you if you decide to put him on your bench. Um but again, the running back position kind of shallow, so he'll probably yeah, be sitting around twenty-four. So, don't drop him. But no, I wouldn't drop him. But put him on your bench. I think single. I've seen Singletary play a that, lot. That's what I was going to ask. How do you oh, feel about Singletary? Where is I, I think they're both average to good running backs. I just don't know if there's a lot of fantasy value to them right now. That's fair. Um, but I'm looking up how much. A rostered Singletary is. Would you add Singletary or you don't want a piece of this? 32.5% roster. Uh, no, I probably wouldn't add him. <laughs> yeah, I, I think there's other running backs. Um, but if if your waivers are really shallow, then Singletary is starting to get a little bit more play, I feel like. 49ers yeah. wide receiver Debo Samuel was limited on Wednesday dealing with a knee and rib injury. Ah, I mean, after the game he had last week, that's true. Um, didn't didn't catch the single pass. Uh, yeah, so, that's. I mean, three carries, great, but. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's just. Um, I th- I think if he if he plays, you still you still go with him. Um, but I can I I don't know. I, it's it's hard. It's hard with that team. Yeah, I'm gonna be having uh, Ayuk above him in my rankings. Um, Fair. I, Fair. I mean. Dealing with the same injuries last week, we saw kind of how they used him mm-hmm. and going against the Dallas Cowboys this week. I, I am scared to play Debo Samuel. Glad I don't have a lot of, a lot of him on any of my teams. Mm. And we are through four weeks now, which means players can officially come back off of the pup list off of IAR. There were a couple players who had their 21 day window opened running back, Jonathan Taylor, for the Indianapolis Colts and wide receiver Cooper Cup for the Los Angeles Rams. Also, that's people going into the season who were on IR. People like Deontay Johnson, I think, still have another week or so. Or Yes. Yeah. You have to be so, on IR for four weeks. Yeah. The 21-day um, window just means that they are allowed to practice with the team now. It does not mean they are active yet. So just keep that in mind. These guys are not active yet. They're just practicing with the team cooper cup practiced in limited fashion on wednesday jonathan taylor practice in full on wednesday hmm. so do you think jonathan taylor takes all of zach mox's touches or what mm, i don't think all of them but you think it's a committee though for the first week yeah because i was uh, thinking the same thing i think if the, both these guys play 
I think it's limited steps. I think if both of these guys play, you don't want to play either of them in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I remember Jonathan Taylor still wants to be traded. So. Yeah. Mm. But, but he possible. was full. He was a full participant, right? I mean, it seems like he's back from the injury, at least. Um, one guy that did not have his 21-day window open, Jeff Wilson Jr. for the Miami Dolphins. So if you have Mostert or A-Chain, um, could play him again. Mm. Keep playing him. That'll do it for the news. Let's get into some start sit questions. Gentlemen, start, start, All right, I'm going to give you two players. You can tell me which one you start and which one you sit. First up, Brees Hall at Denver or James Conner versus Cincinnati. Brees Hall has a great matchup. In theory, the best matchup because I think the Denver is the worst ranked defense versus running backs. But he's kind of on a committee, you know, he's he's in a backfield where it's him, it's Dalvin Cook, it's also Michael Carter, you know, who's thrown in there a lot. And there's been, you know, a few weeks now in, in the season where he's had less than 10 touches. And so that really like makes me kind of scared for what type of game it's going to be, even if the matchup is great. Um, I also have based off like my bold prediction for this week, I think it's like the touches and stuff are going to go elsewhere, but also in just more than that, James Connor has looked fantastic. Um, I have him ranked pretty high, but um, it's, he's looked great. That Arizona team is scrappy. They move the ball. I think Connor gets a lot of yards and he also catches the ball more than Brees Hall does, which is very helpful for a running back in fantasy. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with Connor for this one. Uh for the limited touches for Brees, they said he was on a snap count limit. Wait, I was going to play a game. With. Is it Coach Speak? <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. That's so, Robert Sala, go ahead, Ryan. Robert Sala said. Oh, he's just not. They're going to let him loose. He's not on a snap count Brees, anymore. Brees Hall is no longer on a snap count. You know, so. Okay. Does I mean, that add more work to him? It could be a possibility. He also you know, said does, we got a lot of guys that we got to get the ball to. Yeah, true, 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 true. So I, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm actually still picking James Carner as well. I think uh, so too. I think I think you can I play. Just that be known. Yeah, yeah. I think you can definitely play Brees Hall this week. I mean, yeah, he's he the better back in the backfield. Um, Denver is a great matchup for for running backs, pretty much anyone. Um, but yeah, I still lean Connor here. All right, next one. Tank Dell at Atlanta or Zay Flowers at Pittsburgh? This is a little tough because Tank Dell, you know, he's shown like, oh, yeah, he's he's had he's had really good weeks and he's been like the number one receiver on that team and has had great fantasy performance. Um, But it's hard to predict, you know, and it's because it's either between like him and Nico Collins, who's going to be the number one receiver for CJ Stroud in any given week. But I'd have to go with like, Collins over Dell, you know, if I had to like bet money on it or, you know, gun to my head um, and flowers has been more consistent than, than Dell, you know, um, he faces a great matchup in Pittsburgh, who is one of the worst ranked defenses versus the wide receiver. Uh, I think Dell is boom or bust. So if you want to go with a guy with who has a, a really high ceiling, but a, a very low floor, go Dell um, and not Roger Goodell, go tank Dell. Um <laughs> and if you want a higher floor but a lower ceiling, I would say you go Zay Flowers, and I'm going to go Zay Flowers. I'll say Flowers too. 
better receiver here. Um, I mean, Keone, Keone said everything he pretty much needed to say for, for the argument for Zay Flowers. Going up against a decent defense, but not really that great, um, especially in the secondary. And I don't know. I'm just not all, all the way sold on Tank Dell. I like Nico mm. Collins more. Yeah, he's gotten some receptions, some some targets and stuff, caught a couple deep balls, but I'm just not sold. While Zay Flowers, I am 100% bought in on already. He's going to be a star wide receiver. Move on. I agree. Yeah. All right, Michael Pittman versus Tennessee or Christian Watson at Las Vegas. Okay. Uh, I have Pittman ranked higher than Watson this week. Um, Pittman had a bad week four. Um, it's just kind of, you know, one of those things. I think, again, it was a tough Rams defense. I think he can come back versus the Titans, who are, you know, ranked close to Pittsburgh. They're a really bad defense versus receivers. Um, and I think this will be di- this week will be different. I think we'll have kind of a comeback week. Um, I think Watson will also have a good game. There's not like nothing to say he won't. Um, so that's what makes this kind of close. Um, but he does have to compete with Romeo Dubs and Jalen Reed, um, who both take away targets as well as Aaron Jones, who can catch a lot of dump offs. So there's, you know, three other people that are getting, you know, potential targets. Um, whereas Michael Pittman is like the number one clear number one receiver in that, in that offense. Um, they both have a chance to score, but I see Pittman getting more targets in week five, which is I, which is why I go with him. But I think you would be okay playing both or either, but Eileen Pittman. Right, I really want add- to argue with you and say Watson, but I don't got it. I'll take it. I'll take Watson. Really? Right, huh? Let's add Watson anytime touchdown to the parlay. Ooh. Cause this Raiders secondary is bad, bad, yeah. bad. Yeah. Tennessee's yeah. is bad too. I get it. But with Anthony Richardson playing quarterback, it's the Anthony Richardson's show in in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, targets. But, oh, man, Christian Watson, he showed he can score touchdowns last week already, first week back. I'll take Christian Watson here. I mean, the thing is, though, about Pittman, though, 11-12-11. I know. He gets he a lot of targets. He's a target hog. Yeah. And last week was the first week where he didn't get it. And I just, I think it's pretty clear who's best player other than Jonathan Taylor. I mean, when Jonathan Taylor being out, it's pretty clear who the best offensive player is after Zach Moss. And it's Michael Pittman. Man, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Michael Pittman is the best offensive player. And they're giving him the ball. Yeah. All right. We split on the last one. Um, that'll be, that'll be it. Let's move into some fantasy fights. Ooh. So our rankings are out daydreamermedia.com go check them out we're gonna fight about some of our rankings see who we think is better so first one ryan versus keone adam thielen round one fight yeah i'll start this off by saying the three games with bryce young he's averaging five catches for 47 yards and 0.3 touchdowns uh that's about 12.9 fantasy points per game and that's a solid flex play and with flex plays, you know, you have to like attack a matchup when it's good and stay away from one when it's bad. And this Detroit one is bad. It's probably horrible for them. Uh, they haven't allowed a 100-yard receiver yet, and they have 12 sacks the last two games. Bryce Young is basically under pressure every single play. I mean, he's had, had two good matchups. Uh, Adam Thielen you know, succeeded. He did what he had to do. 
And this is just a one you got to stay away. And he's probably wide receiver 29, 30. I'm not playing him if I have other good options. And it's cool. He's a good player, but he's not going to win you a week. And this offense with Bryce Young hasn't even scored over 20 points. It, and, and the, uh, Andy Dalton's not playing this week. So just like everyone understand, this is a Bryce Young-led offense. They are not good. It sucks for Miles Sanders. It sucks for Adam Thielen. It sucks for everyone who wants the Panthers to be good. But they are going to suck as long as Bryce Young is learning and understanding the NFL. So we we weren't sure, you know, about old man Thielen, how he was going to do with the return of Bryce Young um, in week four, especially after he had a top five wide receiver performance at the old folks home with Andy Dalton. However, in week four with Young back at the helm, Thielen had seven catches for 76 yards and finished as a wide receiver 20 against who? One of the worst defenses in the NFL and the Vikings. That's fair. I agree that the matchup is much more difficult. You don't get a better matchup than that. The matchup is much more difficult against Detroit, um, who has, you know, great on both sides of the line. Um, but three weeks in a row now, Adam Thielen has finished as a wide receiver two or better. Um, I think Thielen can be, no, he will have to be the go-to guy for Bryce Young against this Detroit defense you know, with Aiden Hutchinson and all those other guys rushing at him on that line. But I think if Thielen can, you know, get the ball dumped off to him and get some yards in the secondary, I think there's a chance. I think they can have a wide receiver 17 type of performance. It's definitely attainable. It's going to be tough. Yeah. Again, this Bryce Young is learning and he's young and this defense is, is tough, but if anybody's going to be the guy in this game to, you know, if anything, try and bail them out, it's going to be Adam Thielen. And so he still has some moves left. He will not go quietly into the sweet night. Um, as you're suggesting with wide receiver 29, put some respect listen, listen. on his name. I'll put some He's respect a- on his fantasy bet. You said he Ooh. could finish top 20. Well, then put a fantasy bet on it. Cause I guarantee that it won't happen. Ooh. It makes no sense. Unless you get some garbage time touch touchdown or some garbage time points, which is cool. That could happen, but it's going to be garbage time quick. <laughs> so that leaves a whole lot of game for him to be a wide receiver Fair. too. Fair. <laughs> I'm just feeling wide receiver 29 for sure. Mm. You said top 20. I mean, I, that's yeah, three weeks in a row now. And one of those weeks with Andy Dalton. Yeah. No, no, yeah. But I'm just saying he's done it. You know, I disregard week one. You know, week one is week one. The past three weeks, you know, it's an outlier. I think the wide receivers. Or last time they the had a, a matchup that was good defense. Yeah, this defense is is nasty. Um, oh, yeah, I I gotta lean closer to Ryan. All right, our next fight: Keone versus myself and David Montgomery. Round two, fight. Okay, hear me out. I have him ranked quite high. Um, <laughs> Tony loves touchdowns. You score two hey. or more touchdowns the week before you're the top five guaranteed. I know it sounds really high for him to put him in the top five, but he has a fantastic matchup versus the Panthers who are ranked 29th versus the running back. They have allowed over 135 yards per game to the position and have given up six touchdowns on the ground, which is tied for second worst in the league. 
David Montgomery is coming off a game that saw him with over 140 total yards and three touchdowns. I know he's not going to do that again. I just, I, that's very unlikely. However, he does have a touchdown in each game that he has played so far this season. I think the combination of his talent, the matchup, and the Lions being just a very dynamic offense and a team that bullies you on both sides of the line of scrimmage, this game can potentially get out of hand fast, and they just run the ball a ton. He hasn't had less than 17 touches in a game that he's played. That is great for his usage, and you know, until he burns out by the end of the season. But for week five, it's going to be another David Montgomery game. Top five performance. I I understand what you're saying. Never less than 17 touches. Let's talk about his targets, though. Never more than two targets. Week one, zero. Week two, one. Week four, two. Yeah, he's great. I'm ranking him at running back 15. I think right where, I mean, he's going to have a really good week. Like, let's look at week one and two. I think that's more more normal. 21 carries, 16 carries, 74 yards, 67 yards. And like you said, he got in the end zone both weeks. Finished as an RB16 and RB21 those weeks. I think that is where David Montgomery lives. He's a really good running back, but he's not a pass catcher. I don't think that you're going to see 71% of snaps for David Montgomery. They were blowing out the, the Packers. On Thursday night, which could happen again. Don't get me wrong, but 32 touches. Sorry, not touches. 32 carries on the ground. 34 touches total. 121 yards. That's a doable. Okay, but I don't think he gets 32 carries and he's definitely not getting three rushing touchdowns again. I think I have him ranked where he actually belongs, uh, where he lives most of the time as an RB2 rather than living on that hype of three touchdowns uh, and having him as a top five running back. I forgot that Ian is not talking on here. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, that was great. Uh, I agree that David Montgomery's good and he's going to score this game. And I do think the lion's going to kick the Panthers ass. That's why Adam Thielen's ranked number 29. I'm just saying that's why my ranking's right. Uh, <laughs> I think this fantasy fight is really good though. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you for your pardon on partial input. I didn't want I didn't want to sway the voters, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Listen, fair yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus Ian's a judge. Yeah. He just didn't talk. True. I forgot. True. All right, that'll do it for our fantasy fights. Now, Keone's new favorite team. What we've all been waiting for. Okay. I'm going first, right? And then you'll deal do all the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, we're we're a quarter of the way through the season now, Keone. Um your favorite team did you pick before the season was the Jets. Yes. Aaron Rodgers quickly got injured. Um, so go ahead and take it away. All right. Picture the scene. <clears throat> Interior, living room, night. A man, a much younger man than I am now, sitting in front of his TV, excited from the football weekend before. He is giddy with nervous excitement for the spectacle that will take place before him. The first Monday night football game of the season. The tension is palpable and thick as the dreams and promises of the offseason are finally coming to fruition. Months of buildup are about to pay off. And then, with a snap more impactful than that from Thanos, those hopes were torn away and crumpled to the floor in a heap like a nearly 40-year-old Aaron Rodgers whose season was 
over. Panic sets in. The Jets' allegiance, which he had spoken before to all his fellow daydreamers, was now mere fading ink on brittle paper. Meaningless, without the MVP patriarch to guide his soldiers. So... In what may, in some may call a defection, and others a last dash to find a tr- his true calling, our protagonist fled into the darkness from whence he came, in the hopes of finding a newer, better tribe to call his own. He searched for what seemed like a month, but was actually like years, learning, studying along the way, looking for signs to guide him to a home. It was an agonizing journey that led him to a crossroads. He could return and act as if nothing happened, or he could choose one of the paths before him. Ultimately, he found a hearth he could take refuge next to, and placed upon the mantle above that hearth, displayed for all who dared try and attack that home, was a single slingshot. But not just any ordinary slingshot. It was the Samoan slingshot. We're taking our talents to South Beach, baby, to hang out with our partner in crime, Mike McDaniels, the cheetah Tyreek Hill, El Pinguino Jalen Waddle, Raheem the Dream Mostert, A-Chain the Freight Train, and of course, the eponymous Samoan Slingshot himself, Tua Tagovailoa, fade to black. All right. A team that we all felt you might want to be a favorite team of last year. Um, one of your favorites from last year, I would say. I For guess. sure. Takes over. Yep. All right. And only right. the goodie. How, how do you feel about this, Ryan? You're going to get a lot of the, more of the Samoan slingshot calls from Keone. True. I thought he, I thought he was going to like the, the Dolphins. Did I say that last time? No, you called the Vikings. Over the, over our last one? On the last one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I was big on Kirko going, you know. You was, and me and both said the Vikings. Going into the season? Yeah. Oh, but I thought we talked about when he changed teams. I thought he was going to go with the Samoan Slingshot. Oh. A couple uh, weeks ago. Maybe. Could yeah, be. yeah. Oh, who knows? Yeah. I had a strong feeling for the Dolphins because he loves Mike McDaniels. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely love Mike McDaniels. That's a great game. Plus, yeah. plus 500. They were pretty low. They were pretty They low. were uh, Rams plus 350 and Vikings plus 350 were the two, the two best odds and then mm-hmm. dolphins were three i just want to say going into the season you guys all all poo-pooed my texans pick and it's slowly getting in there i will say you know the 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 crossroads that i had mentioned you know two uh two of the teams and in in those crossroads have been mentioned so far so you're you guys are close you're 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 you know on the right path hey uh, texans no. texans went we from plus twelve thousand times a week yeah. <laughs> also hang out with you and one of your yeah. best friends. <laughs> yeah. Texans went from plus twelve thousand to plus twenty two hundred. Like no, it, it was yeah. seen. It was it was noticed. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm just saying my inside inside scoop before this season. I, I saw it coming. There Jimmy loves those those underdogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The problem is he didn't know anything. He didn't know enough about Stroud before. Yeah. If you yeah. had known a lot more about Stroud, he would have been all in. True. True. All right, that'll do it for the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you had fun or if you didn't, tell your friends because we're giving a lot of good advice. So even if you're not having fun, we're giving great advice over here at the Fantasy Daydreamers. Go check out our website, daydreammedia.com. Our rankings are out there. Instagram, Twitter, X, 
Now, all social media is TikTok and Instagram mostly, FF Daydreamers. Um, Twitch, twitch.com slash daydreamer media coming out with us Sunday and Wednesday nights. Follow us on Twitch and click the notification bell so that way you guys never miss whenever we go live. And stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.